Yeah. Yup. We hear those guys. Super duty. Tough work in the building. Early morning edition. Hey, man, this is the this is the way to go. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> it does make my life easier mm. on the editing because it's like I can literally be kicking ass on this by noon. I'm like, right. all right, I might actually get this done before I go to bed tonight. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we here, man, doing a damn thing. We want to thank everybody for the support. You know, Logic's new project is what's your release date? October 20th. October 20th. So you still got about a month. Yeah, still got about a month. Okay. Got yeah. some got some things in store. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know about some of these things. Yeah. I'm some, part of some of these things. Yeah, some of these things, you know. Yeah, man. So uh, Autopilot, his record's out October 20th. The new Blueprint book, The 10 Traits mm-hmm. of Successful Hip Hop Artists, will be out October 8th. Mm-hmm. Ships October 8th. So it'll be in your hands by the 13th, I believe, at the latest. And, uh, you know, we going hard yeah, this man. fall. Putting that work in. Yeah. Applying everything that we talk about. Yeah. On this here podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, we gotta be, we gotta do it. We are the guinea pigs. For this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all hold us accountable. Yeah. You know, we tell y'all this shit and then y'all see us not doing shit. Y'all like, hold up. Yeah. It's real funny style. Yeah. If it's, if it's good enough for you to tell us to do it. Why you not doing it? <laughs> what you doing? Why you ain't on it though? <laughs> <laughs> Cheating. Uh, you know, you gotta, you know, we are getting high off our own supply. Facts. <laughs> facts. And so this week, you know, we want to continue the conversation, you know, about uh, putting things out and investing in yourself and ownership. And this week, we're going to talk about how much it costs to release an album independently. Yes. We're going to talk about a Logic's new project, Autopilot. Yeah. October 20th. And we're going to talk about not just the record, but like, what he has had to invest to bring this project to life. Yes. It's 2020. This is not something he started last year. No. It's been in the works for several years. Yes. And, you know, we don't talk about numbers a lot on this podcast, but I think this will be a fascinating dive into the behind the scene numbers mm-hmm. that go on with this project. And so that you at home can understand that this don't happen Unless I invest. Right. Because even us as established veteran artists, we still have to spend money. Oh, and, yeah. You know, yeah. we don't just have fan bases who just automatically cop the first time we post the link. <laughs> right. We have to continually post it mm-hmm. numerous times. Right. Yes. And so uh, this episode is about how much it really costs to release an album independently. And uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Right. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, 
blueprint Raw and uncut Adult conversations No shucking, no jiving And no bullshit Okay, Super Duty Tough work mm-hmm. We back Talking about the cost of releasing an album independently right we have a lot of independent listeners yes fans you know artists businessmen we have doctors who listen to us Mm -hmm. real estate people who listen to us yeah and so some of these concepts will not be foreign to them and to those we also have a lot of people who are aspiring to be many of those things Mm -hmm. and so we want to talk about this man so let's talk about who illogic was before (laughs) Let's talk. So when you were just an artist on waitlist, yeah. describe your level of responsibility then. None. <laughs> <laughs> right. Rap show up to the studio. Like that was that. That was my. I mean, and that's it's so true. That's that was my level of responsibility. You got your bars done. Like that was pretty much it. When can you come down to Cincy so you can record these bars? That I mean, and show up to the shows like that was yeah. that was it. Yeah. I had no. No other responsibility whatsoever as far as my career went. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I showed up where I was supposed to show up. I had my bars written when I was supposed to have them written. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And that, and I'm sure now looking back, you realize how like different that was and rare that is. Oh, right? yes. It's complete. I mean, it's really rare. Even with artists these days, like artists that are on majors don't even have it that simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I was living the life, you know, and I was still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was like, <laughs> that is very, very, very rare. So I really appreciate that time that I was allowed to do that. Yeah. And, and even with, I mean, even you look at like, so even, so let's just look at even the touring aspect, mm-hmm. you know, what most artists, you were in a situation where it wasn't like you had to even kick in for gas nah. or none of that. We still all broke bread and everything. So you were the epitome of just an artist. Yeah, the art. I was I was just an artist. That's it. Yeah. I got in the van, sat in the back seat, <laughs> gas was taken care of, hotels were taken care of, showed up to the venue, got paid at the end of the week. You know, that was it. Yeah. That was it. You know, there was there was not any responsibility really other than those things. Yeah. So did you ever and I don't even think we even shared some of those numbers with you, but like so you didn't even have, and I don't think we ever shared like the cost of some of the things that were spent. On oh no, months. I never really knew. I mean, I know that shit costs money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I didn't know the extent to what you know they cost. Like every now and then, like we talk about, you know, how much hotels were. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we got to get hotel. You know, we looking for something fifty dollars, sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. So like, I had a roundabout idea. Like, okay, we doing thirty cities. Hotel sixty dollars a piece, thirty times. You know what I'm saying? Like I could do some rough math in my head to have an idea, and you know, have an idea of how much rental cars cost, or rental van cost. You know what I'm saying? Like I had an idea, but it wasn't nothing I had to worry about. So it wasn't <laughs> like it was in the forefront of my mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I just understood like at the end of the week, if there's money left over, if there's money left over, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna get a cut. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that cut was, I was happy because I didn't have to do no other shit. <laughs> yeah you know yeah so so let's just talk let's continue to talk about the touring thing so was there ever a point you know on a specific tour where you remember where you had to put up the majority of money and it kind of changed you well not even had to put up but the diabolical fun tour was my first real solo tour that i was headlining so i was more involved in knowing 
how much things cost. It involved in knowing like what the what the you know what we were getting paid every night. Yeah. So I really had to know that stuff because I didn't have a tour manager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was basically the tour manager, so I had to know all that stuff. I had to know how much the hotels were if we had a hotel in that you know in that city that night. If the yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I had to know that stuff. So that was the first time I really got to see the numbers. Yeah. And yeah, and, and that was. 2008? Nine. What year? 2009. So yeah. your first record came out in 1999. 10 years. 10 years before you started seeing, oh. So I really saw like, <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Because even doing the Rhyme Sayers tours, like it's when true. I would go out with ID and all that stuff, like we we just got in the van, dog. <laughs> we just got in the van. And then we had tour managers. So we really didn't yeah. even have to take care of anything. Mm. You know, we didn't have to look at, you know, we didn't have to tally up the merch because we had a merch guy. Yeah. We didn't have to do any of that stuff. So for about 10 years up until Diabolical came out, I really didn't have any idea of what the actual numbers were as far as, you know, touring and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's fucking fascinating, man. Yeah, like I knew it, but because, yeah, I booked the, the yeah, Diabolical Fun you Tour. Did. And I remember, because I was negotiating with people for your guarantees, like, okay, this is this, 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 and I sent you the spreadsheet and mm -hmm, the contacts and right. everything. But yeah, you're right. That was the first time I think we ever did that, yeah. where it was like, okay, he now is not... He's not the youngest guy on his tour now. Mm -hmm. Now he's you're basically were tour managing. You had two people with you, you had Zero Star yeah. and DJ Manuel, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you were now the leader after after having not even dealt right. with that. I had to pay people at the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I had to, there was money left. If there was money taking it, you know. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you was out there eating McDonald's fries a lot, man. Hey, like man. really not <laughs> you know, going go. I couldn't go hard. It couldn't you know go hard, not living hard, that much. Yeah, you know? it wasn't living like that. Cause I saw the numbers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, we're gonna hit that I'm gonna hit that dollar menu. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's the first thing you see when you kind of start seeing those numbers again it's mm -hmm. like well wait a minute if these are the numbers and this is it mm -hmm. how does that impact now how i spend my time right how i how much time i spend at the merch table mm -hmm. or not um the hotels we stay in yeah. you know when we gas up where we gas up uh, how much I pay people because before you weren't really dealing with that nah. making those kinds of decisions because you were on the the other side of it yeah. like I'm just gonna do my job yeah and I get paid on Friday yeah that's what <laughs> that's exactly what it was and it's crazy because like you probably noticed more than anybody else and you may not even paid attention but kind of after that tour when I started touring with you again yeah I was at the merge table you yeah, know what yeah, yeah that's true for extended periods of time <laughs> like all night at the merge table like I started to understand what it took you know to really be successful on a tour and not just to know if a tour is successful not just wait for my paycheck yeah you know what i'm saying because even though i'm getting paid does that really mean the tour is a success you know what i'm saying if i'm mm. not the one that's you know because you always made sure that we got taken care of even if you didn't get taken care of when we were on tour with you so you would know more if the tour is a success than we would because we even though you know it might have only been a hundred dollars you know what i'm saying yeah. like you would make sure we would get that money before you would take that money just because that's the kind of dude you were and i was the same way which is why i was on that dollar menu sometimes <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know really understanding what is what a successful show and what a successful tour means means that i really have to work i have mm. to turn this into real work it's not just about getting on stage and getting mm -hmm. off and then going to have drinks and you know parlaying yeah. with the fans it's, I, i'm still working until until the doors close 
until the bar shuts down. I'm working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. after that tour, I definitely kind of changed how I looked at everything. And I stopped drinking as much on the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stop like, being, you stopped smoking as much on the road, yeah, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. All of that. You used to be real high out there. All the time. Because I had nothing else to worry about. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not smoking. And if I did, I didn't smoke until after everything was done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do any of that until after everything was done. Until all the business was taken care of. Then it's like, okay, now I can relax. Yeah. So I'm off work. Mm. Man, that's so real. So let's, let's talk about like, okay, because when did you start thinking okay well releasing something on my own is something that i want to kind of eventually do well i mean honestly once um once i started working with blockhead that was the first stuff that i really planned on releasing on my own when yeah. we when we started doing the capture the sun series um and that was when I first invested in getting recording equipment okay, and getting stuff to where I could record my own vocals and all of that stuff. So I knew at some point it's like, okay, I'm going to have to get to a point where I can record on my own at least, mm -hmm. you know, and I had to invest in that. And then, you know, then I started once I had that down, it's like, okay, let me get a project going with somebody and, you know, really start doing this. And it's like, okay, me and Blockhead are doing this work. Yeah. Who going to put it out? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I might as well do it myself at this point, you know, because it wasn't I didn't know what it was going to do. So it wasn't I didn't feel like it was necessarily worth bringing to you, yeah. you know, for waitlist. It's like, OK, let me try this on my own. And at that time, we had had some talks because yep. it was right after um, Ventures and Counterculture. And you started putting stuff out more on waitlist yep. and not as much on rhyme stairs. And I'm like, OK, Prince trying this out. Let me try this out and see how it works for me. You know what I'm saying? And. That was that. Yeah. So so uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, just like all the costs that you've incurred, like the real how much you've actually invested in mm. that part of the journey, which is, you know, your gear and production and the whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. For the last year, I've been telling y'all that my new book is coming soon. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Well, Proud to announce that the new book is officially here and pre-ordering on waitlist.net. My new book is titled The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists and will be released on Tuesday, October 13th. In the book, I use interviews, album lyrics, and anecdotes to reveal 10 key traits that are common among some of your favorite hip hop artists of all time. From Jay Dilla to Rock Marciano to Evidence to Nipsey Hussle to the RZA, to Slug, to De La Soul, and many, many others. This book reveals the secrets of how these artists have created successful careers. Not only that, it also explains how to develop those 10 traits if you don't have them already. That said, the book is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. If you rock with me, please order your copy right now. We've got some dope pre-order packages available for you. Thanks for your support. Back to the show. All right, all right. We back, folks. Mm -hmm. Super duty tough work. We talking about the true cost of releasing an album independently. And so let's talk first about like recording. And let's just talk about the time aspect of that first. <sighs> because you, like you said, you would just show up and rap mm -hmm. and go home for at least the first seven, eight, nine years of your career. Right. How much time have you spent learning to record yourself 
to the level of something that you could release. <sighs> Countless hours. I mean, it got to a point when I first got my equipment because I started um, working uh, with Cubase. And that's what I was using basically just for recording. This is before I even thought about producing. I just got that and I got me an um, audio interface and I had to buy a new computer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To In order to do that. And I would spend hours just watching tutorials on YouTube, just learning what, you know, how to use the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I had no idea. Like I had you to reference for certain things and I had other producers and engineers to reference for certain things. But I wanted to learn it on my own. So I would spend hours just watching you know, YouTube videos, mm-hmm. just learning the process. And, you know, I would try something. I would record a song, you know what I'm saying? And try to mix it and then see how it sounded. And I mean, countless hours. I couldn't tell you how many hours, yeah, you know, I took just learning it, yeah. not even doing it, just learning it, studying, just it, studying it, watching tutorials, applying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a lot of time, like years. So you first started recording yourself, you say right around Capture the Sun. Yeah. So, I mean, really like, I want to say like, Really after the diabolical time, so probably yeah. like 2010 yeah. is when me and Blackhead like started working on that stuff. Yeah. And because we did like 40 songs over like two or two and a half years. Yeah. Um. So that know, was kind of your, I'd say. That's my crash course. Yes, yeah, your crash course right there. Like, yeah. look, I'm just going to record all these beats. Mm-hmm. And eventually I'll learn how to get a good signal. Yep. Get a good sound. Not distorted yep. and clean and how to make my vocal sound. Yeah. Cause I mixed good. all of my vocals for that record. Yeah, I remember, yeah. and it still stands up. It still sounds good. Yeah, you know, to right now. So, and so you, so that was still years though. Yeah, years about, of you, work. Yeah, so you guys started that thing. I want to say after Diabolical, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's 08 to 2011. That's about three years. Yeah, learning how to record yourself and and become a better engineer, and that's just time. That's just time. Yeah. So let's talk about the gear that you bought. <sighs> The new computer. How much have you spent just on systems? Just like, on systems alone? Just on like your computer, laptop, things like the system, CPU. Probably at least three or four grand. Wow. Just on just on computers. Yeah. Like I'm on my fourth computer right now since I started because I always I didn't understand you know what RAM I needed, and yeah. I didn't understand the you know how much speed I would need on a computer in order to do some of the things that I do. Because now I'm doing video and photography and all that stuff, so mm-hmm. I need a faster computer. So, like in the years that I started, when I first started, I probably spent like three or four grand at least just on computers, wow. laptops, all of that stuff. That's ten years. Yeah, yeah, since from two thousand eight ish to yeah. now. Yeah crazy and now you also have like what like audio interfaces audio interfaces how many audio interfaces have you had in that 10 year 10 well year period like f- <laughs> four or five <laughs> probably average about 100 150 to 200 oh, each my, i mean the the newest one that i have it's it was 500 and i just had to buy a second one because my first one died wow so that's just a thousand dollars in the last maybe like two or three years just with that interface itself yeah and i had you know multiple other interfaces before that that so was like 100 200 let's just say that's, that's another couple two grand yeah a couple grand right yeah. there wow how many different mics have you had at 10 12 years about four or five <laughs> <laughs> about four or five different mics and some of them i still have because i i like different sounds yeah so depending on you know what i want and this is all in the learning process of how to mix how to engineer myself how i how i like my voice to sound yeah. i have like three or four mics that I still use just to try to just to get different sounds out of the microphones and mm-hmm. what I want to use. So I have I have like three now that I use. Yeah. But over the years, I probably had like maybe four or five, maybe five or six. You know what I'm saying? At, a, at least one hundred dollars a piece. 
You know what I'm saying? Another six hundred, seven hundred. Yeah, another close to a grand. Yeah, you know, close to a grand. Yeah, another another grand about on mics. Jeez. Okay. Now, what some people don't understand is too, like, uh, you know, you also need like cabling. Mm-hmm. You also need shit like mic stands. Yeah. You know, uh, soundproofing for some people. Yeah. You need a desk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's not easy to just put a desk in a studio. You know, they, they're heavy. Yeah. You know, they're weird shaped. They're expensive. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff is not cheap at all. No, not cheap at all. I it, mean, that just that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at, you know, three, four, yeah. $500. Just cabling uh, and shit. Shit. What about monitors? Oh, come How on. How many sets of monitors out there? Do you still have your originals? Or nah, this is my, I'm on my third set of monitors. Wow. Because I had some real little ones when I first started. Yeah. Some little, you know, three, three um, inch joints. And then I um, got some more because those died. <laughs> So I got some because I blew them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you they know, died. Yeah, that's why they you died because I blew them. <laughs> so I replaced them. I went up to like some five inch joints that was still like on a cheaper end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And ended up blowing those eventually. Damn. And then I spent some money on my monitors. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I think the monitors I have now is about 1200 for the pair. Woo. You know what I'm saying? So, this but I got not playing out here. Nah, I got some, <laughs> I got some atoms, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I got some really good monitors that have yeah. really good sound. Cause I, I, this is all research and time. This goes into the time thing. Yeah. Cause this is researching. Okay. What are some good monitors? If I want a flat sound, if I'm trying to mix and master and all that stuff myself, I need good monitors that have, you know, these qualities. Yeah. So doing all that research and seeing what monitors I should get and understanding like, okay, I'm not spending $5,000 on monitors, yeah. but I can spend a G. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in a place where I can, I can spend a G. I can spend $1,200 yeah. on monitors. So I got some really good monitors and they're, they're doing me well. Yeah, you do. I yeah. mean, shit, I've never spent $1,200 on monitors, but yeah. I've never blown out my monitors. <laughs> needed to. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> You know, I tend to, you know, play myself very low. I've uh-huh. never had that issue. So, you know, <laughs> thankfully, yeah. you know, if I blew mine out, I probably would have to multiple yeah. times. But yeah. And, yeah, and and for the people listening at home, uh, we want to get into the numbers on this episode because some people see a finished product. Right. They have no idea what went into that. Yeah. What the investment is of time and money. Yeah. Like we're talking a 10, 12 year period mm-hmm. where man goes through four or five different microphones, f- four or five CPUs, computers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Three sets of monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Just, and then we should also talk about just like how you went from Cubase. Do you still record in Cubase now? No. So now what are you recording? Now I'm in FL Studio. FL Studio. You do your vocals in there as well. Yeah, I do my vocals and I I, I do my production in there. Yeah, so like let's let's move and over to the production side. Yeah. Because what some people don't know is that Illogic also produces itself now. Mm-hmm. I've always produced, so I know the cost associated with that. Mm-hmm. And that that shit is just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You always. Yeah. It's always something. Always something. So let's talk about like uh, your production hardware like midi controllers how much have you spent on just midi controllers since you've been doing beats? now midi controllers i haven't spent a lot because yeah. well I, they're cheaper in yeah, general they're cheaper in general so i have like three midi controllers that were about a hundred dollars a piece okay that's not bad so you know i and i still use i still have I still have all three of them and I still okay. use them. So yeah, that wasn't too bad. Okay. Of, but you and know. then the software side of production. <sighs> okay. So I'm gonna tell myself a little bit. Go um, ahead. My Cubase 
originally because <laughs> I was just getting into it. It was bootleg. It was bootleg. Okay. You know what I'm saying? How much and, have you paid for that? Uh, about $500 for um my FL Studio okay. stuff. Yeah, because you got the official new. Yeah, I got new, the official new, new. Brand new. Brand FL new. Studio. Yeah, the brand okay. new stuff. I mean, and, you know, not even talking about VSTs. And yeah, plugins. plugins and all that. So I've paid for a lot of those, too. Yeah. So, yeah, probably about 500 at least. You know, on that. So let's just say a grand, because yeah. you, you know, a good plugin is gonna hit you for fifty <laughs> to hundred. Yeah, yeah, I got and I got a lot of plugins. Yeah, like you know, the, I got some wave shit. Oh, I got yeah. all kind of stuff. Waves so. don't play. Nah, nah, nah. They're gonna hit you. You can catch them on them cyber sales, but outside yeah. of that, yeah, plugin boutique. Yeah, plugin boutique. <laughs> yeah, that's the lick. That's my joint. You you text me about that, right? Yeah, like, did, is this legit? I, I was like, yes, it is. Yeah, I did because it was just too good to be true. Like <laughs> some joints was like fifty percent off. I'm like, yo, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Here. I was like, Let no. me text some people. I was like. Yep, it's real. Yeah, do it. That's my yeah. spot. Fuck with plug in boutique. So, so, and then also, just like what some people don't also think about is records. Yes, because you're a sample based producer. You mm-hmm. do make pl- place of, but we all sample. And so, let's just talk about like how many records do you have right now? You I probably think? got about maybe five to seven hundred. Five to seven hundred, and, yeah. and you. I mean, I know you you fuck with, you know, the dollar Bin Laden, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. know how you get down, but you still have records that cost more than a dollar. Oh, man. yeah. I've spent like, you know, 15 on a record. I spent eight on a record. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I've gotten some. So my record collection, I probably maybe spent about a grand on that, too. Yeah, see. At least, you know, over the years. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what people don't don't know is like, yeah, it's not like you buy 30 records and you're done. Right. You buy 30 records, you sample what's on them, yep. then you got to buy 30 more yep. to make more new beats. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a continuous thing. Yeah. And I don't, I'm kind of budget for it now. Like, yeah. I know I'm going to spend at least like 200 to 300 bucks a year. Yeah. Like I, I take out probably at least $20 a month. Yeah. Just put aside, even if I don't go record shopping, I put aside about 20 bucks a month for records. So when I do go shopping, I can just grab, you know what I'm saying? Just grab that 80 bucks that I saved up the last couple months, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's dope. Yeah. People, record players. (laughs) Yeah. I've had three of those. See, I still have two of them, but one like originally, because again, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I just knew I needed a record player. Yeah. I needed this. I needed that. (laughs) So I just bought shit without really, you know, researching at first and then as i got deeper into it then i started to research like okay mm. now i need i need this kind of turntable yeah. at least this will be good enough and i need a heavier needle yes I need, you know what i'm saying so it I sounds need, right so it sounds right and everything i need to be able to adjust the you know the tempo and the speed yeah. of the record so i can you know what i'm saying do different things so you know i got luckily i got a used turntable but it was like you know my latest turntable was like 200 bucks and then i spent about 100 on the other two that i had yeah so so uh, you know i'm not even writing down these numbers yeah. But I'm sure we got to be at <laughs> least over 10. Yeah, over 10 at least. We're at least over 10 grand invested in a 10, 12 year period into just the hardware. Hardware and software. We didn't even software. talk about the records yet. No. Putting the album out yet. That's the next section. Yeah. We're going to get to that next. But for those at home, man, I want you to understand this is just one independent record. Yes. That this man has put all of this time into all of this money into to building up. And, uh, you know, we're going to take a break and when we come back in this third part, we want to talk about like the promotional side, <sighs> yeah. which is what people really don't see. And, you know, Elijah and I have conversations offline about the cost of promoting things. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about that, too, because we want people to really understand what you need to do 
and that it doesn't just stop with you know recording music like right. that's where you actually start mm-hmm. and that there's a cost associated with you know uh getting your music out there um that you can't avoid if you want to be successful right so we'll take a break and we'll be right back right. what up everybody quick reminder super duty tough work hoodies back in stock we got smalls back in stock medium back in stock large back in stock extra large back in stock 2xl sold out already my bad y'all but yeah every other size of the super duty tough work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net go there order yours and support the movement rep the squad back to the show super duty tough work Uh uh-huh back in the building how much does it cost to release an album independently yeah. You're finding out right now. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. It's wow. a lot. You know, or depending on how you look at it, you know, you might be like, you know what, I could actually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it gives you hope and doesn't discourage you. It just makes you see that you need to be consistent yeah. with your investment and, and your time to to learn as well as your time to have the proper tools. Right. And so now we want to talk about the unspoken thing that artists never want to talk about, which is the cost to promote and release an album. Yes. Now, I know this is something that you didn't know nothing about when we were spending back in the day. Oh, hell no. Weightless. Oh, hell no. And it's something I always knew, but it was like, you know, it's a, it's a cost to be in a game. Yes. A lot of artists tend to think that the game and their effort stops when they finish the record. That's and, when it begins. That's when the work really, really starts. Like, it's not. A lot of people take for granted the fact that, yeah, I got a record done. Yeah. But if you want people to hear it, you really got to start working yeah. because you got to put it in front of them. You got to somehow get it in front of them and let them know, you know, that I have this thing that I want you to hear. Yeah. You know, that I put a lot of work into that. I spent some money on and I need you to give me that money back. <laughs> so here, <laughs> buy this, buy this, please. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that you can't even promote without tools. Right without pieces without mm-hmm. content yeah you know um so let's talk about just like graphic design as it relates to an album's release what types of things are you getting graphic design done for well album cover of course yep um banners for facebook instagram for all of your social media yeah website true. all yeah. of that stuff yeah um you know and just posters yeah um you know like t-shirts yeah Um, like the one you have yeah like the one i have on (laughs) t-shirt design um you know and that stuff is not cheap yeah if you want it well done you know what i'm saying if you want to get good quality stuff like just all of that that i mentioned i probably spent about a grand you know what i'm saying on all of that stuff just you know needing something extra oh i need this changed yeah i need this updated you know oh that's an extra 20 dollars here you know what i'm saying that's an extra you know what i mean like shit like that you know because you know you pay three or four hundred dollars initially for the package for you know album cover design layout all that stuff and then you know it's like oh i need a change yeah you know it might be a month later and you're like, oh, I want this to look this way. Oh, dimensions I, change. Yeah, dimensions for this are li- yeah, or the track listing is a little different. Yep. So I need, yeah, all of that stuff. Like, so the shit adds up, man. Oh yeah, the shit adds up. <laughs> it's not, it's not. That's just graphic design. Just graphic design. Yeah. And you know, and, and and the reason graphic design is is important is because you know we are talking about social media, which mm-hmm. is most artists' primary way or businesses' primary way of getting their word out. You know, we don't have a brick and mortar business, mm-hmm. so we have to use Twitter, 
Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. And you can't just say, hey, buy my album. All right. You have to have engaging images. You got to make it look interesting. Yeah. Professional stuff. Make and people so want to buy it. Yeah. So like, you know, I've. I've always known that, but I think it's one thing that a lot of people misunderstand. They get an album cover done, mm-hmm. and they think they've done enough. Right. It's like, no, nah, you need a, a flyer with the release date, mm-hmm. with the production stuff, but the, the where to get it, the website. Mm-hmm. Just to, you need the banner for this thing. You need that dimensions. Yeah. You need this hand build joint in case you over here. Yeah. You need to like all of these little things that people don't think about. You have to have a graphic designer. You have to pay for it just so you can play yeah. the social media game. I mean, and the fact that, you know, I do have friends that do graphic design. But yeah. the reason that I picked up the camera in the first place a couple years ago is so I could do some of my own shit as well. Yeah. And that was an investment. Yeah. You know, so paint. let's talk about that. How much <laughs> have you spent on photography video gear? So far, I have two cameras. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my two cameras together probably about eight hundred dollars okay um in cost and then lenses yeah you know what i'm saying i have about three or four different lenses outside of my kit lens that came with yeah so each of them is about 24 yeah yeah a couple joints you know what i'm saying (laughs) about two hundred dollars a piece per lens yeah you know what i mean and then all the extra stuff that come lighting cards cards cards. yeah memory cards batteries tripod charger i got Three different tripods at the crib. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I got lighting setups. I got back. I got backdrops and for is, photography. And this is something that we should we have to talk to. And you have an entire live streaming setup that you do. Yes, every Friday. Yeah, and that's not a cheap setup. No, it's not. It costs and it looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. And the reason it looks so good yeah. is because you spend money. Because I had to invest in it. Yeah, I had to invest. I got a whole new lens just to do that. Yeah. Just to make sure my shit looked right and had the dimensions that I wanted. And I was able to have the right focal length to to set my camera up where I wanted to set it up. I had to buy a $200 lens just for that. Bing, bing, bing. You know what I'm saying? And not to mention what it costs for the streaming service. Yes. You know, to be able to multi stream. Like, that's a monthly charge. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't. It's a and this lot is of all it. to promote what you do. This is just to promote. Really, and you don't of, make. You don't quote unquote get paid to stream. Oh no! You just create awareness. Yes. And connection with your fans. Yeah. Of what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, this whole everything that I've done in the last year to two years that I've invested in has been gearing up for this record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've honestly probably in the last three, you know, two to three years, invested a lot of money just to get to a point where yeah. I'm ready to present this record to the world. So video so video and streaming, what do you think your video and streaming investment is to this part? Probably another 15, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 1,500, at least. Yeah, yeah, at least. And plus you have monthly things. Monthly costs. Yeah, so, yeah, that's no joke. Just to bring y'all some fly shit every Friday yeah. that y'all need to be watching. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm lighting, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Bought freaking plants to put in my basement. <laughs> shelving yeah, build for my the records sets. yeah I had to basically build a set you yeah. know like it's 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 definitely yeah. an investment i had to move i had put in work to move my freaking studio around so it looked cool like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's dope but it's, it's dope to see that you made the investment mm-hmm. would you have done that 10 years ago hell no <laughs> i wouldn't even thought about it because the thing is now i understand like we talked about last year, last week, I understand the power of being able to have my own platform. Yeah, I understand the power and 
what I can do having my own stuff. And in order to have my own stuff, I have to put up the money to have my own stuff. Mm. It ain't yours if you don't put up the money, usually. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So in order for me to have the platform that I want to be able to talk about what I want, to be able to promote my albums the way that I want to promote them, you know, I have to put that money up. So I'm I'm excited about what it is. I'm excited yeah. about doing it. I'm really enjoying doing it. But sometimes writing that check is painful. <laughs> <laughs> Swiping that card is painful. Ooh, I know, brother. I know. You know, I, my shit come out in a couple weeks. I've been doing a lot of swiping lately. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. I know you have. Packaging. No. Things that people do not even think about. Like, I remember vending you one time, like, dog, I just spent the G on boxes. <laughs> right. That ain't nobody going to do but open them and throw them away. Yeah, exactly. A G on a, on boxes? And yeah. I'm, it's not like, I mean, y'all just going to throw it away. Packaging. Packaging. You know, all of that stuff, that's not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. Spend a hundred dollars on a hundred envelopes. Yeah, because you want it to get there safely. Yes. Yeah. And so instead of getting the normal standard shit, you step it up a little bit. But there's a cost incurred for that. Yeah. Man, let's talk about like the actual cost of reproducing an album on CD mm-hmm. and vinyl. Yes. Now, what people don't know is that yeah, CDs are not that expensive to buy anymore, Mm-mm. but you still have to pay to get them duplicated. Yes. So so let's look at the physical products. How much have you spent on? Because you had vinyl made for another record too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go back. You you had vinyl made for uh, the Lucid uh, Logic the Lucid album. Logic album. Yeah. So let's count that vinyl, this vinyl for this upcoming record, and your CDs version for both. How much have you spent on those two records <sighs> together? Combined? Yeah, together. Because that's still the last three four years, right? Yeah. Probably all together with CDs, vinyl for both. Probably about six seven grand. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's real. Real money. That's real money. And, uh, you know, for those keeping score at home. Yeah. This is this has to be spent like up front. Yeah. This is not like, yeah. yeah, this is upfront money. Yeah. This is in hopes that you, that you recoup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is like, I hope people like this record. Right. I really need people to like this record because <laughs> I just dropped a couple grand on this vinyl. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. But, yeah, the, I love vinyl now because I feel like it's kind of the medium that true music enthusiasts are moving towards more. Yeah. Um, I still do CDs for everything, but I'm not investing in CDs quite as heavily as vinyl Yeah. moving forward. But vinyl costs more. Yeah. The minimums are higher. And, you know, you get less. You don't get much of a discount for ordering a small number of vinyl you gotta you don't get, get a, a discount at all like they tax you more yeah so like you have to buy to get a decent price 500 yeah. is a decent price yeah you know a thousand you get the great price yeah but it's still a thousand it's is, still a thousand can you move a thousand can you move them or do you want them in your basement yeah i mean and really the upfront cost for a thousand even though it's a great price per yes. unit it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> of fucking money, and don't let it be double vinyl. Oh yeah, you you're paying twice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I have a double vinyl joint over there, and yeah. I know it, it cost me. <laughs> yeah, I, and I got a thousand. Yeah, you know, but I was touring. Right, so you knew. Yeah, you was gonna come home with probably maybe three hundred. Yeah, and all of this changes because too, I, uh, there is no touring now. Right. And reaching and connecting with your friend, your fans, is mostly online. Yeah, which is why I had to develop the streaming. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew I wouldn't have shows. So I had to invest in that in order to, you know, create an awareness and create an interaction with my fans for on a regular basis. Yeah, man. So 
let me think of what else might come along with promotion. I mean, shit. I mean, something I'm doing now, which is something that, you know, I hadn't done before with this book is just sending copies out yeah. to people. Oh, just postage. Postage. Like, I mean, I have postage for people who are pre-ordering. Mm -hmm. I have postage just for my promos. Yeah. I sent out a good 50 books. Yeah. Five dollars each. At least. That's the, in the United States. The book cost me at least six bucks to make. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm lose. I'm six hundred dollars down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just sending out a hundred books to motherfuckers, man. Yeah. And, uh, that don't 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 they're not even paid copies. Yeah, just to, to my dudes and people I fuck with and people yeah, who've people asked me about that it. Was in the book. You yeah, know. it was in the book. Yeah. So it's like people don't understand that cost. That's a promotional cost. Mm -hmm. And you have that whether you do a record or not. Maybe you got somebody who wants a copy of the vinyl. Yeah. who wants to write about it or yeah. something like that. These are costs associated, man. And, and uh, I'm not even keeping track of all these costs you just named. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a lot of fucking. It's money. a lot, but we want people. To, this is over a 10, 12 year period. Right. Some of the the reproduction costs. So if we say, okay, you spent at least, you know, a thousand dollars on the marketing, on the visual side of marketing, and then you spent, you know, another three, four grand on product. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, we haven't even talked about the amount of time it takes mm -hmm. to schedule your posts to run, yeah. to be online, engaging with your fans. Every Friday you do it. Mm -hmm. We do it this every week, yeah. every Sunday night, Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Twice a week people are getting to see you, but we had to build these platforms. Correct. Just like you build your streaming, we built this. Mm -hmm. Mad cameras that they can't see. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but it doesn't come free. Right. And, and it's not cheap. It's not cheap. I hope people at home are listening to this because I think if we were to just do an estimate, you're probably at least 20 grand. At in, least. At least 20 grand. You know, and this is coming from a guy who didn't spend a dime on his career the <laughs> right. first 10 years. True. And Very just true. checks will just show up like mm. bing, bing, bing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another check. Yeah. Deposit this. Yeah. Get some shoes or something. Yeah. You know, but it, 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 I want I want people to really understand like it's releasing a record or anything else independently is it, it's a dope thing especially when it works out yeah when people fuck with the record and you see it moving and a buzz is started you're like oh, okay it was worth it it was worth it feels it. worth it yeah you know and i'm also of the belief that maybe this is something that uh we would do anyway mm -hmm. like be honest like it ain't even about the money with us. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's about the art. Yeah, we love this shit. I want motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm 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 not even, you know, I would love to recoup. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's not even about that. I just want motherfuckers to hear the record. Yeah. I just want people to have the record in hand and listen to it and reflect on the work that I've done, the investment of time and energy and writing and you know, and money that I've invested in the last three or four years in this record. And I just want them to have it, man. Yeah. I just want them to have it. That's what's important. That's the most important thing. October 20th. October 20th. Autopilot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell them your website, son. Uh, .com. Uh You can pre-order the record there. Also, you know, you can check out Beats and B-Sides every Friday. Yeah. Um, it's also on my website, too. Um, yeah, man. A lot yeah. of shit. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to end on that note, man. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. 
complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. 